0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to 2023. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for tuning in this year to Nobody Knows, the self help podcast dedicated to the ones who are still trying to figure it all out in life. I hope you had a wonderful holiday and got some much needed rest. Now we are back to the usual grind. I started work last Monday, was it? Was it last Monday? Let me double check, make sure I got my days right. Yes last monday on the second because my company took a sat holiday the friday prior to that back in december and honestly i was so upset on january 1st the sunday night before i started back to work i was like i feel like i got the cheap end of the stick on this deal everyone else was going back on the third some people went back on the fourth fifth and here i am busted my ass getting back to work on the second but I'm actually kind of glad it all worked out that way because it was super quiet on the second because everyone else was still off. And I got to start the year off with a fresh, full work week. There's something nice and satisfying about that. I'm not really sure about you, but for me, a four-day work week, in well, the idea seems really great about it. Four day work weeks to me just seem so much longer than five day work weeks. Maybe because you have to cram the same amount of work into a short amount of time. I don't know. I just, I'm never really a big fan of four day work weeks once we're into it. And along with everyone getting caught up and back to our routines, we're all also talking about our New Year's resolutions and like our goals for 2023. I feel like people are either all for and on like the New Year's resolution bandwagon, or they think it's a complete and total cliche. For me, I feel like I'm in between for sure. I think self-improvement is super important and a very large part of my life as I've gotten older. And I'm always looking for new ways to grow, but I don't necessarily believe that you need like a new year or even a new month or even like a new week to start learning or changing your lifestyle. I actually remember there was one TikTok that was like, never go about setting goals or like achievements for yourself based on like the start of a new month or a new year or whatever look at it as like just living each day today and striving to make a difference in each of those days and break up your day into quarters almost like um, a game like a professional basketball game or hockey game like you split it into your day up into like four quarters of the day. Like maybe you didn't achieve everything you wanted to achieve in the first quarter, but you still have three quarters left. So don't just throw the day and let the day go to waste. You know, don't throw the day away. Essentially was the the whole idea about that. And I kind of like that mentality better than you have to have a new year or a new start of the week or whatever to change your life essentially. And I feel like social media does a really good job of putting pressure on us to overhaul our entire lifestyle and our routines for January 1st. I saw so much TikTok and Instagram content about... These are all the things I'm going to do as of January 1st. I'm becoming a new woman, new man, like overhauling my entire lifestyle. And some of it's really good at persuading you to go along with this idea. Because it's beautifully created, crafted, the wording that they use, it's so enticing. The problem with this mentality though is if we don't stick with these resolutions, we're considered a failure. And I was actually talking to a coworker on the third when she came back to work and we both felt so incredibly guilty for not have having started our new year's resolutions yet. And it was so ridiculous because it was literally the third day of the year, like the year had just started. So this year, I wanted to take a different approach to my resolutions, and the first being calling them New Year's resolutions. I've changed it to calling them plans instead because I feel like it takes the pressure off of me to actually work towards these plans I've created. New Year's resolutions are so rigid or they feel like they're very rigid and ensuring that you complete them every single day starting January 1st. And I have done that actually in the past and whenever I've fallen off the wagon or I haven't stuck to them, I've felt like an extreme failure. So by calling my plans plans... I'm allowing myself to, you know, sort of ride the roller coaster of getting used to what, I, what I've set out for myself, allowing myself to fail or fall off the bandwagon, but hop back on and, oh my gosh, sir, can you not? The garbage truck is outside. Okay, he's further down the road. Much love to my garbage disposal people, workers. I really appreciate you. It's my fault for recording when you were coming through. But you know when you're on a roll and you're just like, fuck, this is going to ruin the sound quality. But back to what I was talking about. Calling them plans allows me to take my time in completing said plans. It doesn't really set me up for failure by saying they're New Year's resolutions. And also, I feel like I take them more seriously when I just say I have plans for myself in 2023. Versus calling them New Year's resolutions. Like, I honestly don't think I've ever heard someone refer to consistently working on their new year's resolutions in July. And rather than setting these hard resolutions, I've created a mass list of things I want to accomplish or just habits I want to start. And I'd almost say it was like a big brain dump. I just grabbed my notebook, wrote down all the things that were in my brain of like what I needed to do or what I was stressing about that I didn't have time to complete over the holidays but I needed to just so many things that I needed to get out of my brain and onto paper. And this also included things that I had been putting off in terms of habits and like things I wanted to do for myself personally and professionally. So I'll share a few with you of what I included. The first one was planning my vacation days from work because yes, I am that bitch that requested future time off on exactly January 2nd. To be fair, I did have a bunch of time that had to be used before March 1st. So it was imperative that I did plan this out. But you know, the second I sat down at my desk, I was planning these, what you could call them maybe mental health days, PTO days, just setting those out so that I could look forward to when I had time off in the next few weeks, few months next was tailoring my clothes. I have four items specifically that I need some slight alterations on and I have been deep in sustainable clothing tiktok and wardrobe capsule tiktok lately and One of my goals, or how I envision my year to go, is living a more sustainable, minimalistic lifestyle. And that starts, I feel like, with my closet. For the most part, like my roommate always makes fun of me. She's like, You literally have four things hanging in your closet because she is the type of person that keeps everything and honestly that gives me so much anxiety because i need to be able to visually see my closet so that i one remember what the heck i have in there and two i visually plan out my outfits when i'm looking in my closet so she's probably going to be laughing when she hears this as i say i want to be more minimalistic in my clothing But I definitely have pieces in my uh, wardrobe that I do not wear and so I want to get rid of those but I also want to focus on the things that I do have and repair them and make sure I can get the most use out of them. Another one on my list was I literally wrote drinking water. I am an iced coffee girl through and through. Like iced coffee season is every single season. It's like negative 12 here in Ottawa and I love a good iced coffee every morning. The problem with that though is I can nurse my iced coffee all day long and my boyfriend gets really mad at me for this. He's like, "I hate the way you drink coffee because you just continue to put more ice into your iced coffee all day." And I would agree with him like that's that is a bit of a problem because then I don't drink water because I'm just nursing this iced coffee all day. And furthermore, I do have an emotional support water bottle that sits on my desk every day, but I have this very weird anxiety i guess you could call it of like being seen on zoom or in meetings drinking i don't know what it is it's it's something i just have to get over but I'm always self-conscious of when I'm drinking water or just drinking in general on camera. So maybe I also need to add to this list of plans for me for 2023 is working on zoom meeting anxieties (laughs) and little quirks. But yes, I put a vast majority of like little tiny things to big habits I want to work on. And each day I've been reviewing this list little by little, and I've been checking one to two things off since January 1st. And let me tell you, it's actually felt incredibly rewarding. I can probably say a little bit better than Setting very strict goals for myself right off the bat as of January 1st and then struggling to achieve them. For habits that I want to cultivate a little bit more and focus on, I've actually created a habit tracker because eventually I want to build up little routines for myself. I think in the past two months of last year, Because it was holidays, because it was the end of the year, I was exhausted and I was just running around doing holiday type stuff and not prioritizing myself whatsoever. So I definitely lost my typical routines that I normally set out for myself. So hopefully with this habit tracker, I will build up my morning routine, my nighttime routine, even a weekend routine. And I found the best habit tracker that I actually started last year and it's been helping me cultivate these routines so i'm going to keep it for this year and i want to share it with all of you it's from the creator on tiktok oh my goshna her name is ashna and she lives in toronto i'm pretty sure and i'll include her video in the show notes I think this habit tracker is downloadable through Google Sheets, so if I can find that, I'll also put that in the show notes. But I found her habit tracker was just so easy to use, and maybe it's because it was in Google Sheets, and I feel like I'm getting older, and I'm not a Notion girly whatsoever. I've also seen all that content on TikTok, and I just... For whatever reason, I feel super overwhelmed with Notion, and I just don't get it, and I think I would need a tutorial and an in-depth understanding of how to make it look cute like all the girlies are doing in their videos. Also, I simply just don't have time for that right now. I am old, like I said, and Google Sheets seems to be easy peasy for me. And in this habit tracker, I've set two habits to develop each week. And my hope is that with each passing week, I will continue building on these habits so that I can start to grow these little routines for myself. So the first week, which was last week, I honestly didn't set anything specific, but I just allowed myself to, you know, get back in the swing of things. I thought starting on the second was bad enough <laughs> and just went with the flow and tried to be cognizant. Of starting up my habits again, which made me feel really good. So, like making my bed in the morning, drinking water, and completing my budget tracker that I always do every month. This week, which is week two, I've been focusing on moving my body again. And that was specifically through getting 10,000 steps in a day, specifically on my walking pad, because like I said, it is very cold here in Ottawa and I don't really go outside when it's super, super cold. Last summer I bought a walking pad as my work benefits covered it and let me tell you it is one of my biggest and my most favorite work from home purchases and loves. I'm trying to like mend my relationship to exercise because I used to do all of these intense HIIT and weight training classes. Now I'm trying to prioritize you know like gentle movement and workout classes that are in tune with my body and where I'm at for the week. So this walking pad allows me, you know, to remain active, to get in my steps, to get in like a nice low intensity workout while I'm working. So I've started that back up again this week and I am so proud of myself. I've literally walked 10,000 steps on my walking pad every single day this week. I think that's a really nice accomplishment and I'm very proud. And the second habit I've been aiming this week is to wake up one to two hours before work. Like I said, back in December, I was exhausted from the entire year and just dealing with the holiday season. So I was honestly waking up 15 to 20 minutes before work. And that's just not a cute look for when you're about to hop on a Zoom meeting because I can tell you I rarely even had time to wash my face. So it was just, I was a bit of a hot mess then. So this week I've tried to be reasonable and give myself, you know, a window of one to two hours. Just a little bit more time to pamper myself, tidy up, even eat, all before I get my ass in front of the work laptop. And I was actually really proud of myself too because I've stuck to three out of five work days this week of waking up early. And I would consider that a success. Week three, so next week, I'm focusing on getting back into my skincare routine. It's been about eight months or so since I finished Accutane, and I just want to make sure I'm still taking care of my skin. So I got some new skincare products for Christmas, and I'm really excited to just take a few minutes each morning and night to pamper myself and to ensure that my skin is healthy and glowing. Like I said, I'm getting older, and honestly, I'm noticing changes in my skin just like texture dullness wrinkles like it's so crazy because i've noticed so many differences in like a very short amount of time in the past few years in my skin i want to embrace getting older but it is really weird to see my skin changing i always sort of thought i would be invincible to getting older but it's happening And the second habit for week three is I'm getting back to the mat with either Pilates or yoga. Haven't really figured out which one I want to do, but I'm also just going to give myself the free reign to do whatever I'm feeling. All ties back to intuitively moving my body. And I have planned to do it in the mornings before work, which is also hence why I am working this week towards waking up an hour or two earlier. You see how it's all starting to like come together and form little routines. So I have a membership to the Pilates class by Jackie Kingswell. And if you've not heard of her, she does an online membership similar to like a bunch of other... I don't want to call her an influencer because I actually believe she's certified and trained in Pilates. She's definitely in that influencer space and content creation space. But she has an online membership class for yoga and Pilates inspired classes. And I find them calming, but also they do burn a bit. And there are classes that don't require any equipment, which is great for beginners like me. So if you're also looking to get into a Pilates class, I'll put the link in the show notes. And then finally, for week four, I'm focusing on prioritizing my mental health. In the first three weeks, I focused on how I physically felt, but there's got to be a balance, and so I'm going to work on my mentality and do my inner work, too, in the last week of January. And my boyfriend bought me the five-minute journal for Christmas, and that focuses on expressing gratitude and finding inner happiness, so I'm very excited to start that. The second habit that I've set out for week four of January is very specific because it will be the month's end and I really want to focus on content planning for nobody knows for the month of February and a larger overarching goal of mine for the entire year is to be more consistent and really show up with this brand that I'm trying to build and honestly the only way I'm going to be able to do that is if I set out a plan, I remain consistent and I follow through so those are all the habits that i'm working to build in january 2023 i feel as if you needed to hear them love to know what you are all working on to achieve this month let me know on instagram or on tiktok at nobody knows podcast followed by an underscore and i'm really looking forward to seeing where i'm at with these in a few months down the line and If I have, in fact, continued them, I feel like I will, but who knows? One thing about me, though, is I am a creature of habit. I'm a Taurus, so once I get into something and really enjoy it, I'm going to stick with it. So I hope that that's what happens with all of these habits and plans that I have set out for myself. And another thing I've done with this habit tracker to ensure my success was I was incredibly intentional and realistic with the days that I planned to complete these habits. Like I said previously, I know I won't be perfect right off the bat. So this year I'm taking my time, I'm going at a snail's pace, and I took out some of the days on my habit tracker of when I knew I wouldn't be able to complete that habit. It almost gives myself a grace period and then I'm not upset at myself or beating down on myself when I don't complete it for that day because I've sort of realized the only way I'm going to continue to maintain building these habits is if I have room to make mistakes or not follow through some days because it is a marathon not a sprint and finally before we wrap up I just want to remind you that yes while I'm talking through my 2023 plans it can be really easy with the influx of New Year's Resolution TikToks and my 2023 goals content on all different social platforms that we can get caught in that toxic cycle of finding our value in only our accomplishments. And I just want to say that your goals aren't everything. Yes, it's great to work hard. You know, you want the best for yourself and you aspire to be great, but you are still valuable, worthy, and a great person even without your achievements and it's also good to remind yourself to not hold on so tightly to these plans or these goals that you have set for yourself things honestly never go according to plan and they never go perfectly but they do have a funny way of working out And I truly believe that our desires are for a specific reason, you know, it's not random that we desire the things that we do. And that is because somehow I feel or I just have this knowing that our desires will naturally and authentically unfold for us because it's just meant to be. And so I also challenge you to have that mindset of, okay, I might not have completed this right now. Maybe I never will or maybe I will in the future, but I am still a good person. I am not a failure i work hard at the things that i do but i'm also human so whether you're a new year's resolution type of person or more of a just go with the flow gal either way it's totally fine. Do what works for you. If you want to try some new year's plans to achieve, why not set two intentional habits to create and build on every week like I am? I would love to have a buddy to work with and sort of an accountability partner. Or if you have a completely different plan of heading into 2023, I want to hear about that too. I'm always looking for new ways to improve or new techniques to try out and see if I can stick with that. So please share with me on socials. I'm so very excited to see what 2023 has in store for all of us. I am sending you good vibes, newfound energy to kick January's ass. And I'm really excited because I've already planned the next three episodes of Nobody Knows and I can't wait for you to hear what I have and who I have in store for you. So until next time, friends.